Hello, good morning. It is your girl, Pastor Erica here, P.E. Hey, I want to deal with what it means to have relentless faith. You know, I woke up this morning understanding that God was calling me to document my story, to write my journey out. And I know so many people get very excited about writing books and doing albums, and they're so pumped and they're so primed, but I wasn't. In fact, writing a book about my life's journey or even singing about it meant facing it and having to walk through it and meaning to face my giant. And so I knew God was using this book, Relentless, The Blessing of Betrayal, to help finish the work he had started in me concerning healing. As I began to think about what the title might be, um, I was like, oh, the blessing of betrayal. Man, that's heavy. Who's going to want to read that? And that was just because of the fact that I didn't want to read it because I've lived it. And so, but the truth is, all throughout our Bible, there's so many scandals, so many layers of betrayal that brought out beautiful blessings and destiny. God truly meant it when he said all things are working together for the good. All things, even the not so good looking stuff, even the ugly things are working together for you and I. And so when people see me, they see this uh, glorious smile. And and yes, that smile is absolutely 100% authentic. It's real. It's real. And that's why I named the book Relentless, because I don't know how to die. I don't know how to not smile. I don't know how to not get up. I don't know how to not dust myself off. I'm like one of those kids. I get on the bike, I ride it, I fall, I get up and I dust myself off again. I get up on the bike again and keep trying until I get it. With tears in my eyes, I dust myself off again, you know, until I've learned how to master it. And so um, in life, we can all experienced different twists and turns and um I surely had my share of them I got married at 18 years old very optimistic I saved very young and religious dogma actually was partially responsible for me marrying so young so here I was growing up to a a kid of a 17 year old my mom was 17 years old when she had me. I was her second kid. So I had a, a young mother who was raising me. So you add childhood dysfunction, the nurture and the rehearsal of different stuff that was not quite there yet to religious dogma. And there you have a dysfunctional person, a codependent enabler looking for love. In all the wrong places. And no, I didn't have to be with multiple lovers to still lean on someone in an unhealthy way. So here I was getting married, very optimistic. And um, he looks like he was going in the same direction I was going in. They said, don't be unequally yoked. And so, of course, I needed to find somebody that was going to go to church and read their Bible and look like they were going to want to do what I wanted to do. And so I married that person. He had needs. I had needs. So our needs married each other. Oh, my God, what a tragedy. And so um, there we were from the beginning struggling to stay married. And the only thing keeping us married was the rules and regulations of that Bible. And so, um, yes, I was in love with him, but he had never learned how to be in love with me. 
And so, but we kept going and rules and regulations kept it going, fasting and praying. I created a prayer room and there it is. I thought, hey, this is going to last as long as I'm praying. God's going to answer this prayer. Of course, I believe God could have really done a work in us. There were many times where I saw it looking up, but it takes two to want that. And obviously, we were two different types of people trying to make it happen. I didn't know that I'm. he married my need. I married his need. He married my mask, and I married his mask. Anyway, um, the only man I had ever been with, and but I wasn't the only one he had ever been with. He had been searching for love in so many different ways. And so what birthed this book was um, this marriage, these young people getting married, and it lasted every bit of 18 years, uh, 20 years together. When one day we woke up and we were church planners, pastors, leading a church. And he decided he didn't want to be married to me anymore. He said, I was too great. I was too this. So many wonderful excuses. Imagine somebody deciding they want to leave you in the name of you being wonderful. And then run off with the spiritual daughter that's 23 years old. Hey, that was betrayal. It was betrayal to see this man that you've been homeless with multiple times, that you've dealt with um, infidelity over and over again, Um, things in your body. Wake up and say, no, you're no longer worth it, even though I appreciate you struggling with me. I appreciate you taking the slack. I appreciate the beatings. I appreciate you um, dealing with me, beating you. I appreciate all of that. It's just uh, I don't want you because I want her. And. Can you imagine her standing next to you, whom you've groomed over the years as a, as a daughter, running off with your husband? Yeah, betrayal? I know betrayal. <laughs> yes, my smile is real. It's authentic, but I know betrayal. I know what it is to be betrayed uh, financially. When your money is you're saving money and he's spending it on all the wrong things and buying stuff for women, buying stuff for himself. I was married to a self-centered, narcissistic person. But I didn't know that for the dogma. So the book that I'm working on will take us on this journey. And um, I decided to kind of document it this way at first because it's a little easier feeling like I'm just talking to a friend. It's not easy to face your own giant, but I am determined to be relentless. I, I don't know where you are in life right now, but I pray that whatever you're facing, that you that you understand that God will help you conquer that giant just as he did David. David knows what it is to have to face giants. And Jesus knows what it is to have to be relentless in the face of betrayal. Chose up. Chose up. Golly, the coat of many colors, the favor that was on his life was earned. He was relentless in the face of betrayal of his brothers. It's all throughout our Bible. So what's helping me to smile? I am choosing to see the blessing in betrayal. I love you dearly. I pray that my journey as I document this and that you will stay tuned as I begin to open up a little more. It is not easy for me to begin to talk about this. So if I cry in the middle of it, it's not because I'm burdened by it. It's because I'm so stinking blessed that God saw fit to rescue me in the midst of a rejection. And plus, it's just therapy. Thank you for joining me on my therapeutic journey. I hope that it helps you to heal, recover, and see yourself whole. 
You have a great day. Until next time, stay relentless. Circle PE. Hey, join me online at ericaworldwide.com.